Welcome to This is Lassonde, a podcast brought to you by the Lassonde School of Engineering. Each episode, we bring you a fresh conversation from the Lassonde community. Each episode, you'll hear stories from engineers and scientists, aka our students, profs, alumni, and industry partners, stories about designing solutions to complex problems to push our world forward. Tune in as these stories will engage, inspire, and delight you to create human impact through science and engineering. I'm Tiffany Alviar, a computer engineering student at Lassonde. For this episode of our podcast, we welcome Teresa Nguyen. Teresa has completed a dual degree in mechanical engineering and international development studies from Lassonde and is currently working as a junior mechanical engineer at a sustainable technology startup in Portland, USA. Teresa talks about how a desire to create change drove her to choose the dual degree program. She recognized that the problems impacting people aren't 100% technological in nature. For her, the Engineering and International Development Studies dual degree was able to bridge the technical and non-technical worlds that exist in real-life problem solving. Welcome, Teresa. How are you doing today? It's good. Yeah, just finished the work days, and now I get to talk to you about Lausanne. So I'm having a great day. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So to start us off, what aspect of mechanical engineering interests you um, slash like what are you the most passionate about in terms of mechanical engineering? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So I actually didn't know anything about engineering like when I was first applying in high school and (laughs) my friend like we were sitting on the TTC and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And then she was like, well, don't you like building stuff? And I was like, I guess. And I'm like, yeah, like engineers build stuff. Like they built the subway and I'm like, they did. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think. So I think like after I learned what an engineer was in grade 12, and then I'm like looking up all the different types. And for me, like, I think I was interested in mechanical because one, I'm more of a physical person. So I like building things and seeing things come to life. Like I, I got my hands dirty with some code later on. And after a while, I was like, no, I'm very happy to be a mechanical. I love the real stuff. (laughs) Um, And so, and I guess specifically in mechanical, like uh, I was really into um, biomed and like biotechnology. And for me, like at the time, mechanical engineering seemed like a good way to get introduced into those systems. Um, And Lausanne doesn't have a bioengineering program yet. Um, So I thought mechanical would be a good way to start. But actually like throughout my degree, I kind of like pivoted between things I was passionate about. So like in the beginning, I was really interested in like biomedical systems and then more design systems. And I think now, like since I've graduated, I think I'm more specialized and interested in like sustainable technology, specifically in renewable energy. So like solar energy, Um, or even things like biomaterials are pretty cool. And I think, you know, mechanical engineering in a very like interesting way, like is able to kind of tackle all of those different disciplines. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with mechanical. Like people say it's the most broad. Um, It definitely is. It's not just about cars. So yeah, um, I'm pretty jazzed about that. Awesome. I, I totally hear you when you say that like mechanical engineering is not just about cars um in the same way that like computer engineering isn't just about computers like it's <laughs> like all like engineering degrees and by extension like all degrees in general are more than just like the stereotypical like uh bubble that they seem like they are in high school um 
how would you sort of describe mechanical engineering to a high school student who's considering it now that you've like been through the program like yeah well even before I get to that I like what you said earlier like I I think like you know a lot of engineering is it the stereotype that we usually think it is. And more often than not, like the problems that we're facing are very interconnected, right? So, you know, a computer engineer isn't just working on computer systems, they work on e-commerce systems and, you know, just so many like different things, like even like data science. So yeah, I think there are a lot of things that are interconnected. If I had to talk to like myself when I was younger about what mechanical engineering is, I, I just, I guess like, it's just any, it's a discipline that kind of deals with physical systems in our world. So you can talk about like statics, like, you know, forces, F equals MA, our favorite person, Newton. Um, it can also be the material world of like manufacturing. So like building stuff, like how do you build things? How do you make anything? How do you make glass? How do you bend metal? Like that's a very like physical process. But at the same time, like my favorite which is thermal sciences. That's also a very physical thing. So, you know, when we talk about things like fluid dynamics or heat transfer, like even though you can't physically like see you know heat moving there are different ways that you can see it in different systems so to me it's very physical um and it encompasses a lot of different things like from manufacturing to design to thermal sciences which is pretty cool because actually i think mechanical is a discipline that a lot of people gravitate towards too because it's very broad and a lot of my friends ended up going in there because they were super indecisive and it worked out great so I mean, if you're super indecisive and you don't know what engineering is like me, um, I think mechanical is a safe bet. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, they don't, they really don't talk about like the different types of engineering in high school. It's very, what do you want to do in university law, med, yeah. med school, <laughs> engineering, um, sciences, like they're so generic and, um, it's important for like students to really explore first <laughs> before they commit to like a four-year degree. Um, also on the line of like degrees and everything, how did you find out about Lasan's dual degree and what made you want to like pursue it? Like why the dual degree instead of like just mechanical engineering? Yeah, <laughs> it's it was a very like random decision, but I think, you know, like I think like in life, we'll find a lot of things that like, it'll, it'll, it'll seem like such a minuscule decision, but then it changes like your entire life after. I think our life is just full of that. So for me, like, like I said, I didn't know anything about engineering, but in high school and even a bit in like elementary school, I was really into like model UN and like politics. And, you know, I feel like, a, I feel like a lot of my decisions as an adult and even just like being an 18 year old figuring out what I want to do is just figuring out what I didn't know. So like at the time I knew a little bit about politics, but I wanted to learn a bit more and the same thing with engineering. And so I think like at the time when I was applying and like, you know, I was like, I think engineering is nice. I feel like mechanical is a good way to like make a really good impact in the world. Um, because you can build things that like people can need, right? But at the same time, like, like I said, like the problems we see in the world are so interconnected and complex and you can never just require a technical solution to solve anything, right? Like even things like water uh, or like, like the water crisis or the hunger crisis, they're not just technological solutions. They include policy and they involve social change. And so to me, like it wasn't enough to just learn about like engineering, like I wanted 
So when I was on OUAC um, and I was like, oh, what's this? I could do a dual degree in international development. Okay, I don't know what that is, but I mean, I like politics, so why not? And then I come in and then I'm like, you know, it's a degree that not a lot of people do, but I think like the people that have done it, like have a pretty like interesting passion towards like wanting to bridge the two together. And so for me, it was like a really nice fit. Um, so even though it started off as like a very random, like in the spur of the moment, like I kept going on with it throughout the five years. I just felt like it was very rewarding to know that, you know, the things that I was learning in university are, were impactful in various aspects, not just understanding the technological concepts, but also understanding, you know, the different systems and institutions that guide the way society and the world works. That's awesome, yeah. Um... It, it is sort of like a hidden gem. Not many people know of Lausanne's dual degree because, I mean, like you said, you just sort of saw it on OUAC and then decided like, what is this? Um, so that element of just like being open to um, like exploring and being curious and figuring out like, is this something that I'd want to try out? Um, is really admirable. And I'm glad that like, you know, it's, you know, gotten you where you are now. Yeah, we're all just figuring it out, you know, like, and like I said, like, I think a lot of the split decisions that we make, like, they seem random and minuscule and like fleeting, but, you know, they end up being things that like change your life, like even at like Lausanne, like, I feel like I meet so many people in like the hallway, like, I, I think I met Andrew Maxwell in like a hallway or something, and all of a sudden, he changes my life, and I'm suddenly off to Israel learning about entrepreneurship or something like that, so I don't know, like, I think like that's pretty exciting too, right? Like I, I think like university is a really interesting time to like learn and explore and find different opportunities. And so go for it, <laughs> try to learn as much as you can. That, yes, that, that is a wonderful message. Um, and, and we can just back it up for the audience, I guess. I realize um, we haven't talked about specifically like what is Lausanne's um, international dual degree. So if you wanna just give like a, a brief description of what is it and yeah I feel like I get that all the time and a funny story actually so um so like I said like I wanted to do both degrees because I felt like um they were like together they would be a good way to like make an impact and I was talking about it with someone and they were like if you want to like do engineering in another country just go learn another language and go there and you know, why do you have to take the second degree? Like, what's the point? And I think that's really interesting because I think uh, that's kind of the misconception, right? Like we think that, um, you know, an international engineer can just practice wherever um, and insert themselves in, which, you know, by engineering regulations, no, we can't just hop into another country and do that. But, you know, I think it's more of a question of like, why is the only thing that engineers can do is just go to another country and apply their technical skills there. I think engineers have a pretty big responsibility in the things that we develop. And so I think a lot of the time we develop things without that context, without knowing like what we're getting ourselves into or what the world actually looks like. You know, we see so many stories about failed startups or failed tech innovations and in technology that make things and they don't end up being used for users. They're not needed. Or if anything, they make a world, like world crises more harmful. And a really good example of that is, you know, the classic case of engineers going to another country, building a well, and then leaving. 
you know, these people didn't have water to begin with. Maybe they have a well now, but they don't know how to maintain it. You know, maybe they don't even have access to this well. They have to walk miles and miles away. Like all these technological solutions that just aren't properly well thought out. And I think it's because we're missing that context of how the world works and how institutions play a role in the large complex problems. So to me, like what international development is, is just understanding how like international institutions um, and more, not even institutions, you know, we have the market, we have the state, we have like the, the citizen and how they all interact with each other in order to, you know, develop the world that it is today. And I think by being able to understand how the world is developed now and how societies work now, you're able to create meaningful solutions for the future or even now. So that's why, like, that's how I would describe it. And I think, you know, to me, it's not just about making engineers that can practice engineering in a different country. It's making engineers that understand like the worldly context of the solutions that they're building and understanding that, you know, not all the solutions in the world are technical. I really like that. It um, sort of puts into perspective how uh, engineering is a lot more than just problem solving. Let's make a solution. Let's, you know, do a sprint and like see if we can solve this problem in this many hours and like go with it. Um, what would you say is like your biggest takeaway from your experience, I guess, or your post-secondary experience um, doing like the uh, dual degree of both like mechanical engineering and international development? Mm -hmm. So I think like as a takeaway from university itself, I think <laughs> one of the things that you definitely want to have people to support you and like find people to support you. So for me, like I was pretty happy that I had like a mechanical engineering like circle of friends. And, you know, I had some people who were around to like keep me invested and like, you know, excited to talk about international development stuff. But I think overall, you know, like this is a pretty big like change in anyone's lives. You know, you're 18, 19, whatever in your late adolescence, whatever year you decide to like come into the stage in your life, you're learning new things all the time, you know, and it could be pretty daunting. Like even for me, like, like I said, I didn't come in with an engineering background. And so learning all these new concepts, like in first year, I was like, oh, like everyone here knows what they're doing except me. I'm the one getting bell curve to pass calculus. Like, am I ever going to succeed? And spoiler alert, <laughs> I ended up doing understanding calculus much later on, right? Um, much better. But, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you're stepping into a field and like, you're just concerned about what's wrong with you. Is everyone else succeeding except me? But, you know, probably everyone's in the same boat as you. So make friends as you can. And I think York's really nice that, you know, people are actually helpful and they talk to you. I remember my first year, like, that I just walked into sandbox and then all the upper years were like, hey, do you want to learn linear algebra? Let's go. Did, do you ever have an experience like that? Um, I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. And for me, especially uh, those experiences came a lot later in my degree. I'm in my final year of computer engineering, but like first and second year, I did not interact with anyone at all. I was very <laughs> much um, just one of those people that thought that like engineering's too hard. I'm not 
like a good enough person that can balance extracurriculars and school. I have to just Mm -hmm. be a student, um, which is all wrong and is an awful way to approach like university. Um, But it's super common, like especially if um, you're you're finding yourself struggling with the material at the beginning. all of those like wonderful experiences where I actually like met a lot more people in all different years um, at Lassonde. That that happened like in like my third slash fourth year where um, I started working at recruitment and I got the chance to volunteer at open houses and to like talk to different people like in the program, but also students considering the program too. And um yeah, it was just nice walking into Lasan's prototyping sandbox lab and just seeing a lot of people ask you, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, what's what's this cool thing that you're building or that you're making? <laughs> um, Lasan has a really nice, uh, we call it like the sandbox, which is our uh, design space. And then attached to that is a prototyping lab where we have all of these 3D printers that are free for all Lasan students to use. And we have these wonderful upper year students that lead the whole prototyping lab called Mm -hmm. gurus and um Mm -hmm. they're just so wonderful in terms of like helping students bring their projects to life so working with recruitment and having to do those projects even though they weren't like for my degree um it's just nice walking in there and having gurus that are just you know all for you know helping you finish your project and like actually express interest in what you're doing um those were some like some of my similar experiences which Mm -hmm. uh yeah definitely happened because I started like putting myself out there and stopped seeing myself as like you can only study and be a student yeah Um, it's I think it's interesting that you bring it because I was actually like the exact same way and I know like many people would be shocked to think that because I feel like I'm notorious for doing a lot of extracurriculars I know I did a lot like in my last couple of years that it's like in high school I also like did a lot of volunteering did a lot of extracurriculars and then I come into university and honestly I didn't even know if doing extracurriculars was cool or not like I didn't know if that was a thing so I was like really really shy and I was like oh like I don't know is doing student government in university like worth it like I don't know and then like I had a lot of like upper years especially like the ones that I met from Frosh like I like specifically a mall and I tell a mall this every single time I see him like I was like oh Amal, what are you doing he's like oh I'm in student government I'm just doing this and I'm like oh student government like is do you like it he's like yeah I like it here like why don't you join and I was like okay um and I feel like that just was the first snowball into me like getting involved into like a bunch of extracurriculars like I don't know it was just fun it was like it was a good place to like meet new people and like you know I think Lasan was really nice because uh, they were like, because um, when I was in university, which wasn't long ago, but I was the second cohort of mechanical engineers. So it was relatively new. And, you know, a lot of the clubs were still kind of growing. And so they were kind of open to just making these new clubs. So like when I was there, we made like the Lasan Media Group, which was like a random videography club. And we all like photography. And then Later on in my final year, we got to like the end play and they were like, yeah, let's start an end play. And I'm like, okay, I want to start the end play. So yeah, it's just, it's nice to like be in like a community that like supports that those kinds of rambunctious activities. And 
even though like I came like I came from in high school like a bit more confident I think like it's still nice to be reminded that people like doing things and it's okay to like do them as well <laughs> I agree and I think the like one of the nice things about Lasan, um for the viewers that don't know uh, we are a sort of a smaller community we have a smaller engineering population compared to other universities in Ontario so we're a bit of like a smaller school in terms of like number of students but I think it's nice because whatever you do here, you basically do it first, um, which is a nice way that I like to think of it. Um, a lot of the like new endeavors as a student, you kind of just like bring it up and then you have so many people, students and faculty like that support you through it, which is really beautiful. Um, I know that uh, Canada's first all-female hackathon, LHACS, was born from Lasan, which I think was really nice. And um, I've heard that students in the space engineering program are trying to start their own um, rocket propulsion course. Um, oh, which yeah, is cool. it, yeah. yeah it, it's one of those, like, if you want to do something, there's like no barriers or like you shouldn't have any reservations because Lasan does have the resources and like the people in community there to like help you do it. Mm -hmm. So to, I guess, bring things back and wrap things up a bit, how in, in your experience and after, you know, your journey that was post-secondary, how do you think people could get students to feel more confident in their abilities and capabilities? Like, mm. what could students do themselves to feel more confident in, you know, what they're capable of? And also, like, what could, like, high schools or institutions do that, you know, makes doing any degree really, you know, less daunting? Mm -hmm. That's the million dollar question. Um, I feel like I want to answer this in two ways, like how people can feel confident in themselves and their own capabilities and also what we can do as institutions in order to help that. So I think the like to answer kind of both in one aspect, I think like, you know, we are not a final product by any means. I think we're always going to be learning and absorbing from our environment. So and even that's a really hard lesson for me to learn as a new grad, um, because, you know, I'm offered a job, uh, my job is to be an engineer and I come in on the job and all of a sudden I'm like, how do I do engineering stuff, right? Like, but I have some knowledge, I have some skills and I can use that to help me learn new things. And that's kind of, you know, I, I think once you start to realize that you have some base knowledge. You're here because you have some base knowledge. You might not have everything, but you have the capability to learn. That's the most important thing. And, and for me, that helped me feel a bit more confident in being okay with being okay with not knowing things and also taking like, you know, not being so hard on myself and not just saying that these five years taught me nothing. <laughs> I'm sure they, it, I'm sure it did. I actually, I know it did. Um, and just because I don't know this one small thing that I will learn later, it doesn't mean that I, I don't have any knowledge right now. So I think, you know, that Lasan professor, Hassam, shout out to Hassam, like when I called him, like, and I told him that exact thing, like, what if I, you know, go into my design review and I give a bad design? He's like, that's okay. Why is it pass fail? You take the feedback and you improve. And it's the same thing here, right? Like, you're never like a final product. And so you shouldn't treat yourself as a final product and you shouldn't be so hard on yourself 
um, to be a final product because you're always learning. And I think once people have that understanding, you know, it's easier to feel more confident in the things that you do know and not beat yourself up for the things that you, you don't know. And that took me like maybe three months to understand in my job here. So I guess like that's one thing that I would say in like in terms of like being comfortable with like, you know, you're never going to know everything, but you know, you do know something. Give yourself the credit because <laughs> I need to give myself credit. Um, and I guess like it, like, you know, what institutions could do. Like, I'll think about like, you know, what I wish I had when I was going through high school and university, you know, I wish I just had different opportunities to learn. I didn't really, you know, I didn't have ComSci in my high school then. So I didn't know if I was good at it. And I think a lot of people, if they don't have those kind of opportunities, it's kind of hard to gauge whether they like it or whether they don't. And it's the same thing with a job. You don't know if you like a job until you do it, right? So I guess like giving people like those opportunities, whether it's a course or an extracurricular, I think that would really help people like situate themselves to see what they like and what they're good at. Um, and I guess also, you know, just keeping in mind that like students, like you as a student, you're a student, you're there to learn. So, and I think, you know, it, it would be great if institutions played a role in not you know, teaching this idea that engineers are this, they must be smart. And if you don't feel smart, then you're not an engineer. Nothing is ever binary like that. And I, I'm not saying that current institutions do do that, but I do think that there's a lot of emphasis on becoming a profession, becoming an engineer, becoming a teacher, but not really enough emphasis on like, you know, what skills do you want to learn? Because I'm not going to be an engineer just because I know Newton's third law, right? But I did learn something from it. Um, and I think like when you have like this set goal of becoming an engineer, but I don't even know what that even looks like. Like it's pretty like hard and arbitrary and you kind of create like that barrier or like that imposter syndrome of like, I'm not an engineer because I don't feel like this. Well, you know, engineering skills, that's okay, right? Does that make sense? What do you think? I th yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think um, I, I really like what you said about how you're never a final product um, and that you're never who you are like a year ago. Like you're mm -hmm. always changing and yeah. it's a beautiful thing and no one should ever feel stuck with the current person that they are and no one should ever feel like the current person that they are is all they're, all, all they're ever going to be. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So... I think what you deep. said about, I think what you said about um, like trying new things and having institutions give more opportunities for people to just like discover themselves um, mm -hmm. instead of like making it so that it's like an extra added stressor for students to, you know, go out of their ways to discover themselves and put all these things on their plates um, mm -hmm. so that they can. It's, um, I think that that would really help with students. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, I think it's like, you know, just to tie it up nicely, like just going back to, you know, my pathway to being an engineer, like, I think, I think a lot of people, like, if they know what engineering is, like, they probably had an idea of what they were going into, right. But for me, like, like, I only I went into engineering, because I knew what problems I wanted to solve. And I knew engineering was one way to do it. And I kind of like, that's the kind of advice that I give on to like, anyone that I talk to, you know, 
I'm, and I'm, this isn't, you know, just say that you should go into engineering because you can do things. I think engineering is great, but I also think that like knowing what problems you want to solve is a much better approach because you're not stuck on a profession. You know, if you want to solve like things like like the sustainability of our world and making sure we don't die by 2030. Like there are so many professions or so many like areas of thought that can do that, right? Um, you don't just have to be in engineering to do it. I just happen to be in engineering. And I think it's a very effective way of solving a lot of problems, but you know, it's not the only way. And I think, you know, when I was in high school, I didn't really know what engineering was, but I knew I wanted to like make an impact on the world. And I, I would have felt really bad if I, you know, if I died and I didn't do anything meaningful. So I want to make sure that I choose something that helped me make that, right? And there's so many ways you could do it. But to me, that was kind of like what the decision ended up being. And now I'm here. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, and I feel like if, if all else fails, just try finding something that you want to solve. Find different ways to do it. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, you you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, you know, what's one piece of advice that you would give to the audience? And I think that um, the last sentiment there really wrapped it up nicely. I want to thank you again, Teresa, for joining us on our podcast. Um, it was so lovely to have you here and to hear your experiences. We might have challenged some assumptions here by asking our audience to think outside the generic bubble of not only what engineering is, but also some ways, some new ways engineering can be used to seek and solve problems in the real world. So find the problems you want to solve and explore the different ways you can help solve that problem. Wise words from Teresa, who followed this mindset and discovered that engineering was the medium through which she wanted to create solutions to complex problems impacting our society. You can stay tuned into our podcast and all Lasan School of Engineering activities by following us on social media. We are at Lasan School on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Visit lasan.yorku.ca slash podcast for your episode guide to This is Lasan School.